0: different than what it's it's heading heading that way totally different than what we've been used to my opinion you know we need a new leadership group the NCAA and the way it's been has really failed overall I mean I don't know that you know what who goes by any rules anymore and who gets you know how they enforce it just seems so ambiguous and so uh ah, look at Oklahoma State with their basketball program and what happened how how wrong brutal just, just so wrong and so late, you know, insignificant to the people who actually did it. And then other teams, you know, there's nothing happens to them. I'm not pointing fingers at anyone. It just happens in football, too. So it's, I don't know. I, I've uh, been very disillusioned for a long, long time on the NCAA and just through my football years and how they enforce things or don't. And uh, so, who knows? Maybe we need to have a, a new league of, you know, power five teams that, have their own have their own league and uh with their own whatever it be commissioner and or governing board (laughs) you may have to put a salary cap on everybody (laughs) on every team who knows i don't know you know again i'm not living it like these other people are but from afar it looks like right now nobody has control of anything so it's just have at it you know and that's i don't know if that's ever good even the nfl has some rules restrictions guidelines salary caps right all sure. of that and I, I don't know right now college football has any of that so it's uh, have at it
1: coach you don't have to point any fingers i'll do it for you kansas you're talking about Kansas, yeah, okay? Um,
2: uh, let it die, the questions of, well, you ever think uh, Coach Stoops will come back to college football? Judging by that comment, <laughs> nip. that's not <laughs> happening anytime soon. Yeah, You're going to hang out in the XFL and uh, cash in, and I do not blame him one bit.
1: Hey, and that is, hmm. well, he said a lot right there. You know, he's he's been disillusioned with what's gone on in the NCAA and the way they they pick and choose what they're going to punish, what they're not going to punish, who they're going to hold to account, and who they're not. Um, the current situation with no no rules, the wild west, and um, maybe you got a, a Power Five uh, group that comes together and says, "Let's make an agreement on how we're going to govern and how we're going to handle things with our own commissioner." I mean, that would be that would be something. So a lot to take in right there um good stuff uh really good stuff from from coach stoops and it just and I don't know I don't know what the right thing is. I don't know if right now we're making a big stink over something that frankly isn't that big of a deal. It's a big deal, man. I feel I mean,
2: that way too. Tampering with players, tampering with teams best players, man. I mean, Pitt is I mean, Pitt's gonna be different. I mean, now that they don't have Jordan Addison on their football team, the best wide voted as the best wide receiver in college football last year. That's a big deal for Pitt. It's wrong, man. There's no other way to say it. It's wrong.
1: Yeah. I I you know, I'm just I'm just looking at this this Ross Dellinger. I haven't read the entire article, but I've seen some of the things that he's kind of quoted from it in in the the thread, and he he's He's saying that there's there's a lot of regret about just opening up the NIL without having much uh, many rules involved, and you know they're they're set to they're exploring guidelines that reinforce that boosters are going to be prohibited prohibited from recruiting, and the schools that don't monitor the donors they'll be sanctioned for violating existing bylaws. But you can't you can't do that. You just because of the way it is set up, like you can't. It's not in. It's not in the NCAA's uh, jurisdiction to go out and and look at an NIL deal. Like they they can't. They can't see who's involved with that. So, and how are you going to say, like, a booster? Are you saying someone that is a fan of the university that has a local business? How do you qualify a booster? Is anyone, I guess, technically that gives money at any capacity to the university is a booster, and, and that's ticket sales, that's donations. I mean, there's no way you can police that. It's absurd that they're even acting like they can. It just it it, it leads me more and more to believe that nobody. Knows what the hell they're talking about or really even cares.
2: Yeah, I thought this was interesting. I found this on On Three today. They have the five most ambitious NIL collectives that are currently out there right yeah. now, and I thought it was interesting what schools they're tied to. Number one is, I think you say Spry Sports, they're um, affiliated with Tennessee. Yeah. The collective is aiming to generate at least $25 million annually. To put in the pockets of student athletes or recruits. So in the ultra competitive uh, recruiting landscape in the SEC, they're wanting to pour out twenty five million dollars a year to help fuel uh, fuel recruiting. So, right. So and Tennessee right now has got the single biggest entity when it comes to NIL. That was number one.
1: Right. And but here is the thing about that, and this is what makes me so freaking angry at the NCAA. Like these collect, they are. It is not nil. It is not what it is. It is not name, image, and likeness. We got to stop calling it that. It's not what it is. It's a direct inducement. They're they've got a huge pile of money, and they're going to give it to guys if they come play at the school. You're not paying them for their name, image, and oh, likeness. Of course, yeah, it's not yeah, what it yeah, is. yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, we all know that by now. Yeah, like the, well, the
1: I know the, but they need to stop calling referring to it as NIL.
2: I hey, I agree. I agree. Number two is Division Street, which is Oregon. So I Phil Knight is involved in yeah, this it's his one. Company. So you know it's gonna be a big deal. So Oregon has the second biggest. John Ruiz of uh University of Miami, he's got the number three. He's allocated 10 million to spend on compensating student athletes because he wants Miami to win, mm-hmm. essentially. Number four is Gator Collective and Gator Guard, the University of Florida. And then uh, number five is the corniest name of all time, Horns with Heart, which is affiliated <laughs> with the University of Texas.
1: Yeah, and I was before you said Horns with Heart, I was sitting here laughing at Gator Guard. It sounds like some fence you put up in your backyard to keep the gators out of your pool in Florida. Uh, well, maybe that's what it is, <laughs> right? Uh, what is Texas is called, horns with heart. Oh, wow, yeah, yeah. The it's hey, and I, I don't blame these schools for putting them together, but th- all it is is a pile of cash that you're given to players to come play at the school. That's that's all it is, it is not NIL. Does y- not name, image, and likeness.
2: I don't know about you, but, I mean, this is the hot topic in, in college football right now, so we have to address it. But there there comes a time, even in the offseason, where I'm like, dang, can we just actually talk about the sport and the teams that, that are you know, kind of right. in it, you know, instead of the, the doom and gloom that's surrounding the future of it. ESPN has a story. Um, they're kind of assessing the big overreactions in college football, They say overreaction number one, Georgia lost too much talent to get back to the college football playoff. I think that that is a massive overreaction when we factor in how the playoff committee is a human element. And some teams are treated way differently than others. And Georgia is one of those teams, along with Bama, Ohio State this year, that will be treated way differently than everyone else.
1: Yep, that's right. That's exactly right. And they,
2: they do have enough talent to get back to the college football playoff.
1: They have enough talent. Um, I I don't – I know we've looked at it, but right off the top of my head, I know they play Oregon in the non-conference, but I'm sure the SEC handed them as easy of a schedule as they don't. They you know they don't could. play Bama. Come don't on. don't play Bama. That's
2: once every 15 years.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think it's – I think that is an overreaction. Just whenever you look at, you know, heck, Alabama – There was a lot of people saying the same thing about them after their national championship the previous year with all the talent that they lost, and they made it back to the national championship game. I doubt that they thought they were going to make it that far, but they did, and and I'm not saying Georgia's Alabama, but don't count them out.
2: Overreaction number 2 or reaction number 2, what Lincoln Riley is doing at USC is wrong. wrong. This whole Jordan Addison situation with Pitt is what they're referencing. I don't think that's an overreaction at all.
1: Huh. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how they – I mean, that's not a. That's not an overreaction. That's a difference of opinion. So, hmm, fascinating. Are there
2: very many people out there that are saying that, oh, it, it, it's okay,
1: the, I'm fine with what he's doing? I think the people that have that take, and that take is out there. But I think if you have that take, you are either incredibly naive
2: or you're a hot take artist.
1: or you're
2: looking for hits.
1: I, I think you're you're naive, you're looking for hits or you you just you're not a fan of a college football team. if you're if you're a NFL fan and you don't have, you know you just kind of generally follow college football. Yeah, why would you care? But anyone else that's a fan of a team can see that everything is under threat here. Like, you if you are a pit level team out there, and you're a fan of a pit level team, you know that if you're gonna have, if you have a really good player on your team, he's gonna be plucked. He's gone.
2: Yeah, it's like the 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 Money Ball the the movie with the Oakland A's. They mm-hmm. had what Johnny Damon, Jason Giambi. And they all just all just got, you know, plucked away. They're like, we're like a minor right. league team for all these
1: yeah, and, for the and Yankees. That's exactly what's gonna happen. So a lot of college football fans out there see their team is going to be um you know just totally stripped of its good players if if things continue in this direction.
2: And here's another reason why ESPN absolutely sucks. Their uh, third takeaway from the spring, trying to figure out if it's an overreaction or not is Texas will be able to compete in the SEC. How is that a reaction from the spring? We're wondering if Texas is going to be able to compete in the Big 12, not in the SEC. What are you guys talking about? By the way, I can give you that answer. Uh, No, they will not be able to compete in the SEC, just like they have it in the Big 12 in the past 10 years.
1: So the overreaction is that Texas will, will be able to compete in the SEC? Is that what they're saying? I so guess. so actually what they're saying is they will not be able to compete whenever they get there. That's probably true, but here's the thing, I don't know at this point who's saying Texas will be able to compete in the SEC. I don't think Texas, Texas is Texas saying thing. that right. Texas is going
2: to compete in the SEC.
1: Right. Right. No, I that's um that's interesting.
2: Last one Nebraska is in good hands.
1: Overreaction. Nebraska is in good hands. Um I don't know. I I am I'm cautiously optimistic on Nebraska. Maybe maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, but I think I think some of the they're one of the teams out there that I feel like the NIL stuff is going to be a way for Nebraska to get back into the recruiting scene.
2: Yeah. Well, maybe. Uh unrelated not I mean it's it's unrelated. As mentioned to Parker today about we're kind of talking about that Nebraska game a little bit. Um, you know, we underestimated how many fans were gonna show up for the spring game. No one thought that seventy five thousand were gonna show up. We knew it was gonna be a good crowd, but not to that level. Do you think there's a chance with this Nebraska game? Like we all think that there's gonna be a good amount of OU fans that show up to Lincoln, but with all the excitement that's around the program right now. I wonder if we're underestimating how many OU fans are going to show up to Lincoln. And I know that there's only a certain number of tickets to buy, so it's a little bit different of a situation. But I'm kind of wondering if there's going to be OU fans that just show up to Lincoln, not going to the game to just kind of invade the city. Especially since it's very, I mean, it's a, it's a drivable trip.
1: What's it hold, 80K? Uh,
2: yeah, close to 80. I th- yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good number.
1: What's your, what's your estimate right now on OU fans? 10,000? 10, 10,000 fans. Like in the stadium or just make the trip? In the stadium.
2: In the stadium, I'll say 8,000.
1: 8,000 fans. So 10% of the stadium will be full of OU fans. Huh. Now here's the thing. is I,
2: I don't know what their allotment that they get it.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because I don't think that that is a – I, if, if we're playing in pretty much – it's almost anywhere else. I would say that you're going to have a built-in decent amount of OU fans that live in that area that have, you know, left the state or, you know, came here to go to school. But you're so far away from any major city, and that's a longtime rival. I doubt there's just a whole lot of built-in fans hanging, hanging around up there. And what is it, an eight-hour drive? Or more? Is it more than that?
2: I thought it was am I crazy to think it was a little less than eight hour drive?
1: You might be right, because I feel like I was shocked to... I, I think it was it's a closer drive than it aims. is uh six and a half. Six and a half. Well way oh, I drive, it'll be five and a half.
2: That's probably, probably something you'd say.
1: I think there'll be I think they'll there will be twenty percent of the eighty K there. Woo!
2: Buddy, Because the last time OU had a non-con road game this big was it's probably Ohio State, right? Right. And Ohio State fans were like, we have never seen an opposing team travel like this. Oh, my God. And the excitement is with the program. And, again, a very easy trip to make, six and a half hours. Yeah. I. I, I oh, man. It's going to be crazy. And
1: my 20% of eighty, and I don't know if that's after seventy five thousand, I'm not
2: gonna doubt any number, man. That's but sixteen
1: thousand fans. The problem is That's a huge group. The
2: problem is it's such a huge game for Nebraska. I still think that Nebraska considers OU their biggest rival. They're not going to be very quick to give up those tickets. You know, that's that's going to be the difficult thing. I think Nebraska fans will not be looking to uh sell on the secondary market. They'll they'll be wanting to keep
1: we need to this is a great way to one, make some money, and two, uh, do something that's pretty cool. We need to figure out a different color of shirt. White. No, nah, because there'll be fans at Nebraska wearing yeah, white. Yeah, but
2: if, but if all OU fans are in one section that show up in white, Nebraska is white, but they, they have that they have that no. red that they'll mostly wear. Why is the answer here. They've no. done it before. No, yes, no, it no, is. no.
1: It needs to be a totally random color. No, that's dumb. Totally random. That way Why? every single OU fan sticks out.
2: OU's crimson and cream red and white. Uh, no, I don't want to wear turquoise to the football game
1: wear white. Turquoise is actually a good Bama idea. Bama
2: fans wore white here and they stuck out. You
1: think I'd give a rip about Bama fans or Ohio State well, you fans? You should
2: before saying something dumb about wearing green to an OU Nebraska game. you got to find a way
1: to stick out, stand out from their fans. You're just, you're just blending in. Do
2: you want to wear alternate uniforms to that game too? Is, is that what you want? You you want everyone to wear Rough Rider colors up there? Come on a bad take
1: that's actually that's a that's not a bad idea I'm
2: really I sometimes I say I'm not mad I'm just disappointed I am mad and disappointed at that
1: I don't know why I don't know why it makes total sense if you want to if you want to show up to Nebraska and stick out from their fan base for your team you have to wear something different other than nearly the same exact colors. Yes, wear white!
2: Nebraska fans will be wearing red. You will stick out if you wear white. They will stick out anyway, regardless of what they wear. God. Oh, my
1: God. Stick out if they wear white. Okay.
2: You're going to be, on average, 40 years younger than Nebraska fans. You'll stick out. Good point,
1: Sean. (laughs) Uh, That's pretty good. That's pretty good. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Final hour rolls on. Stay tuned. Teddy and Tyler
2: telling it
3: like it is, whether it's what you want to hear or not, every day from 2 to 6 on the home of Sooner fans. Did you know that the odds of you having a major insurance claim are very high at least once in your lifetime? How you handle the steps after the disaster determines how you are set up for the future. There are many questions you will have to answer. Restoration companies are usually the first on the scene after the first responders have left. Don't let a company force you to sign an assignment of benefits, or let them tell you they will work directly with your insurance company. If you do, you might have just lost out on tens of thousands of dollars. Call Brown
4: O'Haver today, 405-735-5510 today. Are you looking for the kind of OU apparel you can wear at work or dress up events? The Jimmy Austin Pro Shop carries the best brands like Tommy Bahama, Peter Millar, Travis Matthew, FootJoy, Greg Norman, Polo, and most recently the popular Lululemon clothing line. Open seven days a week. It's the best shop around whether you're a golfer or not. If you need corporate special orders, they can do that too. Come out and shop or call the Pro Shop at the Jimmy Austin OU Golf Club
5: at 405-325-6716. Are you looking out the back window and you see missing panels on your fence? Perhaps your fence is leaning over or being held up by a 2x4. It's time to call Van Hoos Fence, the metro area's premier residential and commercial fence company. Van Hoos delivers professional craftsmanship at an affordable price. From custom orders to prefabricated products, Van Hoos does it all. Call them today 405 735 1167 or see their work on vhfence.com. At Riverwind, we know what you need.
2: You need the best.
5: Riverwind is OKC's number one casino experience. We promise you the best food, drinks, and service.
3: The best buffet.
0: You won't find better than number one.
5: Get ready for summer at The One.
4: Parks and Rec is excited to present the Mother Son Dance 2022. Welcome to the jungle. Imagine the jungle meets 80s rock. Dress as a rocker, a jungle animal, or like you're ready for a safari. Better yet, combine it. Be prepared to rock the night away on May 7th at 6:30 p.m. at Embassy Suites. Tickets are just $15 each online at cityofnorman.thunderticks.com. Head to Facebook for the link and more information. We can't wait to see all the creative outfits at the Mother Son Dance 2022 on May 7th. Parents, we know we can't protect our kids from everything. Eventually they're gonna bump their heads or scrape their knees, but we can protect them from six types of cancer. HPV or human papillomavirus is a common preventable virus that can cause cancer later in life. The HPV vaccine prevents human papillomavirus and all the cancers it can cause. The American Cancer Society recommends getting your sons and daughters the HPV vaccine starting at age nine to protect them later in life.
3: It's almost football time in Oklahoma. Lock in your seats today and don't miss your chance to be a part of the Brent Venables era of Oklahoma football. Current season ticket holders, don't forget to renew your seats by April 29th. New season tickets are also available now. For more information on new season tickets or to renew your existing seats, contact the Oklahoma Athletics Ticket Office at 405-325-2424 or go to Soonersports.com for more information. See you in September.
1: NextGen, experience the next generation of personal training at Norman's NextGen Fitness. This is Miles, one of the trainers at NextGen. Our unique design at NextGen Fitness includes private and group personal training along with personalized programs that our elite trainers can provide for you. Call 405-360-0001 or stop by and let myself or our team of elite trainers train you. NextGen Fitness, we've been social distancing for years. Norman, Edmond,
0: Tulsa.
2: Final hour of The Rush inside the Brian O'Haver Studios. It is The Rush on the ref, Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. Big story today in college football. Last year's Bolitnikoff winner, Jordan Addison, great wide receiver for the Pitt Panthers. He's officially in the transfer portal, and it's thought that he will be headed to USC, where he will collect on arrival $3 million and have a new house as well. What kind of house do you think that they bought him? One story, two story, by the beach. I, I guess I wonder how much a, a Bolitnikov winner is is worth today out on the open market.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, did they buy him a house and like, gift him the house, or are they like that, rent one that he I would can guess live just in? paying his rent right. for
2: a year? Surely, right?
1: Probably. Has, that that has to be the case. But that's still that's still really really cool. That's nice, and yeah. I don't know. It's it's crazy to keep up with all that stuff. I I don't know how you do it. At some point, it's gonna be. How do you even? How do you even like follow through on all of that stuff? You 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 have a kid there, and and yeah, you entice them with a the big nil deal, and. If he's, like, just okay or not any good, are you going to be like, yeah, actually, we changed our mind on that NIL. Or
2: what if he – I don't know if he's draft eligible after this year or not, but, you know, what if he gets one or two games in and he's like, yeah, I'm good. I'm just going to uh, opt out for the rest of the year. No doubt. Would you just, like, you can't take the money back? No. Do you do it in payments to where he doesn't get the lump sum up front? Is that negotiated? Like – just because you pay someone or gift them something does not – I mean, that didn't really mean anything.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just a – it's a farce. I can't believe we're even talking about it. But, hey, um, it's where we are. It's going to be interesting to see. I, I actually hope stuff like this continues to happen. And I – because I i feel like the more more things that happen like this, the more – like it, it's going to be an issue quicker that you feel like has some chance of, I don't know if it's ever going to be resolved, but it, there's going to be some chance to to get some guidelines in place that we feel like are at least manageable.
2: Buddy, he's about to be in a role that I don't think he wants. Who? He He left Lincoln. Yeah. He left OU because he didn't want to be, you know, in the fishbowl, right? He didn't want to be the complete center of attention. He wanted to go out to L.A. where he just kind of blended in. Well, I mean, that's still going to hold true in L.A., but he's in the fishbowl when it comes to villains in college football. I don't think that he's going to thrive in this role where everyone hates him. Like, no longer now – is it just going to be OU fans rooting, celebrating and laughing when USC loses its first game this year? It's going to be LSU fans, it's going to be Pitt fans. I think it's going to be yeah. Alabama fans, Ohio State fans. I'm telling you man, I don't think he's going to be very very comfortable in this new role that he has.
1: No because and and he's he's still getting a ton of of love and really no pushback from from Much, if any, of the the main sports, um, you know, ESPN, Fox, like this, the journalists out there, no one's really pushing back. He's still getting a ton of love from them, but there's the kind of the rest of the feeling of college football is it's turning and it's turning negative on Lincoln. And whenever you've had as much love constantly as Lincoln Riley has, that it's going to be really weird to be met with that that level of vitriol from fan bases all across the country so yeah I bet he is not reacting to it really well
2: now that's uh, he'll he'll be he'll be out of there shortly I think
1: National Football League?
2: Yeah. Also, uh, Texas wide receiver Xavier Worthy. Who Did he score three touchdowns on OU last year?
1: He had himself a day. I
2: remember two. The first and the last touchdowns that Texas scored. Uh, I think he had at least one more in the middle of there, too. Who was
1: the deep ball to?
2: Man, on OU's end? What, to go up 28-7?
1: Yeah. I don't remember who out, that was. Uh, Latrell McCutcheon didn't cover him at yeah, all. I, for,
2: I forget who that was. But Xavier Worthy... Received a seven-figure NIL deal from another Power Five school to enter the transfer portal and join their program per twenty four seven Sports, but Xavier Worthy has decided to stay with Texas. So, you know, did he
1: decide to stay with Texas because they matched it, or did he decide to stay for other reasons?
2: Oh, I'm Teddy. I mean, that goes to the point. I'm sure that he decided to stay because they matched it. Yeah, you know,
1: probably. I mean,
2: like it, love it, hate it. That is good business nowadays. I mean, if I was Xavier Worthy and someone offered me that, that's just business nowadays. I I don't love it, but it's legal. I'd say, hey, I, I want to stay here, but here's what they're offering me.
1: Right, yeah. And at least
2: get something out of that. So you can't say for sure that it was USC, but they seem like the most likely team to offer a Texas wide receiver a seven-figure deal to come play for their school.
1: Yeah. And I, everyone I, – I saw – I don't know if it's anyone that knows what they're talking about. It seems to be a lot of people were just alluding flat out that it was, in fact, USC, but uh, I guess we don't really know that for sure. No one has really put a...
2: No, I mean, there's nothing official, but there's just there's plenty of scuttlebutt out there to go ahead and assume that it was USC.
1: Right. Yeah, he didn't have three touchdowns, but he had nine for 261 and two touchdowns. He only had two. Yeah. So he had the first The other one and last was the touchdown. Josh Moore. Okay. Who had two touchdowns himself. Yeah. Crazy. Um yeah, I I you feel like if this Addison deal like right now there's a bunch of conversation about it, right? If it does go through and he does go to USC, it's it's going to be it it's going to be even more like, right now, it's just like the threat of it happening has people angry. If it actually ends up going through, and I think you're right, whenever you say that, whenever it was all decided before he ever even entered uh, the transfer was. portal. Yeah. I, and I, I tend to tend to align with you on that. Whenever it does end up happening, I, I don't know. And I imagine it's going to be the same. This is why I know there's tampering going on. Because it's probably going to be the same exact um playbook as Caleb Williams they've already put out the exact same statement and I think at the last possible moment is whenever he's actually going to make the decision because hey let's let this thing cool down right let's uh, everyone's angry let's you're in the portal you've got until is it I think it's July 1 you've got to be on a roster my guess is right before the final moment is whenever he decides sure. to go, after all this thought, I'm finally going to settle on And there has speculation
2: all June, like, well, is he, he going to come back to Pitt? I he's bet Pitt, a visit. Oh God, Pitt's going to believe that he's going to come back to Pitt at some point. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. He's going to take if the, if visits the dad gets
1: involved. all over, anywhere that there's any type of tie of any any player or any coach that he's had. sure he'll visit. Nebraska, and he'll visit Texas and some of these other places, but ultimately end up at USC. The telltale
2: sign will be: um, you got to monitor this. If he gets a shipment in the mail that's any sort of a kettlebell or a shake weight, <laughs> you know that his summer conditioning will be uh, that of Benny Wiley. So that'll be a dead giveaway there. If he starts working out, if he puts out an Instagram workout video with kettlebells, he's he's USC bound. Yep. He'll already be USC material.
1: Yeah. No, I I think so. Yeah. Yoga mats. Have we seen any yoga mats or uh, jogging upstairs?
2: (laughs) Peyton says, do you think we'll be told he's seriously considering Wisconsin? God, I forgot that was a thing with with Caleb Williams.
1: I think it's going to be – I think he'll be considering Texas. He'll be considering Nebraska and obviously Pitt. Because his offensive coordinator went to Nebraska. His receiver coach went to Texas. And I don't know where there's any other connections out there. But, yeah, he'll take visits there, probably a couple other places too.
2: So we haven't even seen the worst of all this uh, USC hype this offseason. Once they land this kid, it's going to be out of control. Now let's seriously start talking about college football playoff now that they got the best wide receiver in the game. I will not be, but, you know, that'll be the line from other people.
1: How do you feel if you are um, –
2: Mario Williams? Yeah. P.O.'d.
1: Yeah, you thought he Williams. was going
2: to be the dude. Wide receiver one, he's probably told that he was going to be, and then, nope, they bring in someone else.
1: It's like, whoa, what's going on here, man? Yeah. That's interesting. No, I, I – it, it, It's really – it's it's crazy to watch, man. Now, if you are a freshman – that goes out. I, I, you don't necessarily have to be a freshman, I guess, because obviously um, the Addison kid isn't. But like, if you play really good early, it's like, hey, I I got it in early. Now it's it's time for me to to sign a big free agent deal and go somewhere. Xavier Worthy, yeah,
2: he was a freshman last year. He yeah. got offered a seven figure deal by <coughs> USC.
1: Your Texas matched. That's wild, man. Just absolutely wild. All right, quick timeout. More from The Rush coming up. couple of segments left. Stay tuned. Football. You love it. We love it. You live it. We live it. You need it. We got it. Nobody covers college
3: football better. The Rush, right here on The Ref Sports Radio Network.
5: Fowler Auto Group is proud to be a part of your community where our passion and values lie far beyond the show. We believe that families, sports, art, and culture are at the heart of every thriving community. And it's important to us that we help build the communities that our dealerships call home. Stop by any of our six Oklahoma dealerships or visit FowlerAuto.com to see the Fowler standard hard at work. We pride ourselves on being friendly, helpful, honest, and fair. That is what drives us every day. Fowler Auto Group, a proud partner of OU Athletics.
4: The Women's Choice Awards are in for 2021, naming Norman Regional Health System as one of the country's best hospitals in multiple categories. These awards put Norman Regional in the top 10% in heart, stroke, and emergency care in the country. Norman Regional undergoes rigorous evaluations and prides itself on offering personalized care that caters to the needs of women. Visit NormanRegional.com to learn more
5: Electric cooperatives don't just generate power, they generate ideas. At Oklahoma Electric Cooperative, we never stop thinking of ways to help everyone become more energy efficient. We invest our resources in technologies that build a brighter tomorrow for all Oklahomans, like our addition of Norman's first solar farm, the OEC Solar Garden. We pride ourselves in finding and creating solutions for today and tomorrow. Your trusted energy advisor, Oklahoma Electric Cooperative. When the Sooners
3: hit the diamond. Line shot, left field, base hit. Blit column, Sooners, game over. We have you covered on the Sports Talk Network. That's hammered to left, and deep, and it's a grand slam. This is your home for OU baseball. Sports Talk, 1400 AM and 99.3 FM. The Sports Talk Network, the home of Sooner fans. Touch them all, young man. The Red Sports Radio Network.
0: Hi, I'm Trevor Turner with RK Black. RK Black is the leading provider of copier, fax, printer, scanner, document management, and information technology solutions to small and medium-sized organizations in and around Oklahoma. When you think of a big league company, think RK Black. RK Black is the official provider of the Oklahoma City Thunder with Sharp. Let RK Black and Sharp become your official service provider for your office needs. Visit us online at rkblack.com or call 943-9800.
3: OU graduation is just around the corner and Balfour of Norman on historic campus corner has everything you will need. Locally owned for more than 45 years, Balfour continues to be Sooner fans' favorite place to shop. Know someone graduating? Stop by and browse their selection of diploma frames in stock or check out our customization program online. Our friendly staff will help you find the perfect gift for your OU grad. You will find alumni shirts, hats, decals, lapel pins, license plates, and frames, and many other appropriate gift items that will celebrate their achievement in sooner style or maybe you know a high school grad that is coming to OU for the first time make sure they are ready with the latest designs and styles in shirts and hats while you're there be sure to look at the new styles arriving for spring and the assortment of softball and baseball shirts from jordan and nike to columbia champion Zuzats, and other great brands you can always expect the best selection quality and service shop like a champion at balfour of norman or online at crimsonproud.com where you will find everything sooner
2: Every three hours, somebody is hit by a train in the United States.
0: Many of these incidents involve new drivers.
2: A train hitting your car would be like this hammer hitting a full can of soda.
3: What? Actually, Tommy, a train hitting your car would be like a car crushing a soda can with you and all your passengers inside.
2: Pay attention to crossing signs and warning signals and always expect a train at any railroad crossing.
3: Go check out our full video and enter to win prizes at safe.
2: Riverwind Casino and Hotel bringing the final hour of the rush on this Tuesday inside the Brown O'Haver Studios. Put up a question on the ref Twitter page earlier today at, at KREF Sports, if you're not following us there already. It says, right before the opening kickoff for OU home game, Seven Nation Army plays. Is this the perfect song? Or do you have a better suggestion as to what should play just before the opening kick? Now, um, Hmm. you don't pay attention to the minutiae of college football games. I love the minutiae of college football games. Did you know they play Seven Nation Army right before kick, and everyone goes the
1: uh, 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 oh, you part? Now, hang on.
2: I didn't have my headset on. What do they do again? So my voice will cut out if I do that again. (laughs) We we better not.
1: (laughs) Um,. I think I did know that they played that. He thinks he's not sure, but he thinks. I think I've caught it a time or two. Um, it's not bad i don't I don't mind it. Is that a good tradition? Are we the only people that do that? Not, well, I feel like not that's- the only
2: team that plays Seven Nation Army far from it. I feel like Penn State's played it forever. but the one that's incorporated the OU into it, I mean obviously yes. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty cool when the stadium is packed. Um, am I willing to look at a new song choice? Sure. I'm willing to at least explore one. Let's see what the uh, what the Twitter line says. Crazy Train? You already play Crazy Train in the pregame warm-ups. Or at least they have been forever when they uh, punt it to around midfield and the entire team runs out and starts jumping around. Then right. you run into the locker room. Kickstart My Heart. like that song, but that doesn't do it for me. Right. Uh, Lose Yourself by Eminem. The Pretender by Foo Fighters.
1: I don't know. I don't have much of a suggestion here. Part of me says, I think everyone goes backwards for a song. And that's fine. I mean, there's there's some great songs that you can... That you can put for that that moment, but is there anything? And I don't even know what people listen to these days. So, is there anything new that fits that spot?
2: I don't. I, I don't feel like it is, man. Um, if you go with something new, you're gonna, you know, you're not gonna win over eighty percent of the people that are there. Here, here would be my only suggestion to anything that they do from here on out, because there was a lot of responses saying. Well, Virginia Tech is pretty cool with Inner Sandman. No, 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 no. Yes, they do something cool with Inner Sandman. This is OU man. Don't don't copy or try right. to copy off someone else. Come up with a unique, original idea that is your own. And you kind of did that with Seven Nation Army with the OU chant that happens with that. That is unique. But everything moving forward does not need to be a spinoff of someone else. It needs to be original. It's my only. It's my only request
1: here. Um I see I see one on here um Lunch Lady Land. I was thinking <laughs> medium pace. Oh, yesterday's meatloaf is today's sloppy joes. You could play a medium pace right before we kick the thing off. Oh my gosh. No. Mm. Uh yeah. It's it, it's so hard to find the right thing. Uh, you've already kind of cooked it in. I think everyone's already used to it. I think you just Retain the status quo, as boring as that is. Maybe same song. I mean, this song's fine.
2: You just need people to get really into it right before kickoff to make it a big deal. But it's 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 fine. It's okay.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Like
2: L- LSU has LSU has uh, Colin Baton Rouge. They don't play that right before kick, but that's like their unofficial song. You know, Colin Baton Rouge. Does OU have, like, an unofficial song that someone else plays that OU fans have adopted? Like, yeah, when they play that at the bar, that's our jam. I don't really feel like there's that song that's out there.
1: I don't, I don't think so either because...
2: Some people say that Three Dog Night song, but um, not enough people have adopted that.
1: No, I think maybe at one point, but... <sighs> Frankly, here's one of the problems. We are so lean on tradition stuff that we don't really have anything of our own. I, we just haven't had a bunch of like traditional things that we do as, as a football team for football games.
2: And You're talking about team the things that actually involve the team, like most schools sing the alma mater, and OU's really never done that with the players.
1: Just in general, like almost most college football fans know what Virginia Tech plays, right? Whenever yeah. they come out, sure. and and so, like and most college football fans knows that Wisconsin does jump jumper. Around. We don't have anything like that 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 is our own that. Not only college football fans recognize that Oklahoma does that, even our own fans. Well, they had the Sooner
2: Schooner that runs out. I think that's that's universally known yeah. that that's OU's deal.
1: But that's not a that's not a song that we have like grabbed a hold of and made our own.
2: No, but it's still a pretty cool tradition, though. It is. If you wanted a song to make your own, um, you should have just stuck with when they were walking out of the tunnel. To keep the contender thing. I know. That that was the missed opportunity. I, I say it. I say bring that back.
1: I agree. I thought that was awesome. And I don't know if did we get that from someone else? Did anyone else do that? I don't at think the time? anyone
2: was doing that at the time. I think OU was
1: the only one. As I will say, and this is not a shot at anyone up there in charge of this, it's very difficult, but I feel like a lot of things that we do are rebranded.
2: Sure. You know? Uh everyone wants to play the Malcolm Kelly rap. Just throw that in there somewhere. <sighs> They did do that um before the Nebraska game this year. They played on the JumboTron, something like that. Right. You
1: you would have to you would have to like professionally re-record the song for it to be for it to work.
2: The camera gets too fogged up to show on the, the <laughs> yeah. JumboTron. Yeah. Well, because no, it, no, you could make it like a if if you call it? Not a remix, but yes, if you like, we to redo to, it. You need, totally. It needs to be
1: reproduced because it doesn't even have like a beat to it. Like the biggest thing about getting any type of large crowd together is like a beat. That's why the Inner Sandman song is so great at Virginia Tech because it has a awesome opening beat to it. That's that's kind of the main thing that you need, and it doesn't have that. Like if you could. If you could reproduce it, professional quality, put a, a nice beat behind it, then you may have something.
2: Well, or you could just, uh, like a concert, a lazy concert where the performer just sticks the microphone out to the crowd. I eighty-seven thousand would yeah. take care of the rest around it because everyone knows the words. Um, Malcolm Kelly is still a wide receivers coach at TCU. I was still doing. Right. I don't know if the relationship what 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 that is. Um. Is it okay? Would he come back and re-record that?
1: I doubt it. Maybe whenever we go to a different conference. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think so right now. And I love that song, and I love whenever they play it. But the – I think the – you need like a 20-second buildup on something. If you're talking about playing it right before the oh, – totally the, As the ball's kicked off, you need more of like a 20- to 30-second build for something, maybe a little bit longer than that. But
2: I tell like start me up was cool. But did they take that directly from Nebraska? Yeah. Oh man.
1: Because the first time I ever That's heard tough. it was 2001 Nebraska when they, they played, played it. After that, before they kicked the
2: dang man, Come like on. the
1: opening, they kicked Come off the on. opening kickoff, and I think or I guess maybe it was the first time they kicked off because we kicked off to start it off. But it was I was like oh my god that is really <laughs> really cool. So And to get your attention
2: on something like that and for you to remember it twenty one years after the fact, you must have been awesome.
1: Right. I you know, the team does start off every practice with uh Kickstart My Heart, because they right yeah. after stretch they get up and go through the bags real fast while that song's blaring. And it's not a bad one. It starts off fast, it's good, but I, I don't know that you would You may just have to roll with what you got.
2: Yeah. uh, All these suggestions everywhere. Hell's Bells. Everyone's done Hell's Bells by now. Yeah. Pick a unique song. Yeah. Unique to OU. Own it and just kind of let it build. That's the thing with traditions, man. You just can't create it overnight. You just got to let it. You just got to keep it rolling over time.
1: Yeah. I I say
2: bring back the contender theme song. That's sweet. When they do the intro video and the team walks out, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, they don't have the problem now is with the the way the new locker room is and how they come out. There's not like a long walk for the team before they come out. You know what I'm saying? They just they come right into that little hype room that's got all the LEDs yeah. and stuff and then they're they're out into that big foyer area before they come out of the tunnel. So there's not like a long march to get to the point in the tunnel before they run out.
2: Maybe uh, Brent will do it Clemson style. Because at Clemson, they load up on the buses. They do like Drive a lap around, around the stadium. And then well, he may come up with something unique. I'm interested to see what he does.
1: We don't have like part of the – like the, the what do they call it? The champion's walk? Or what if they do where they get off the buses whenever they're first arriving at the stadium? Who, Clemson? OU
2: uh yeah like the walk of champions from Pennington Hall to what the the stadium I guess they
1: need to they need to like re like turn that into more of a big deal i know it's
2: just a tough location though with where everything is kind of centered around on a game day you know that's kind of
1: but that would be awesome it would for be the awesome. contender yeah totally deal so all right quick time out more from the rush coming up we'll wrap the day up next stay tuned